This message is brought to you by Supernatural Life Ministry. Receive with excitement and grasp with passion the engrafted Word of God as it comes your way through God's servant, Ike Aziji, of the Supernatural Life Ministry. A man called by God with an embodiment of great grace and a mandate to reawake the greatness in you and to deliver mankind from every deception of the enemy. Now get ready for an unusual encounter with the Word of God that will take your life to the next level. Um, We're looking at the creative part of the Spirit. On the first day I started this series, I mentioned that the Spirit of God is a doer of God's work. Amen? Okay, let's pray. Father, we thank you this morning. Lord, let your word come with power. Let our lives be transformed. We submit to your leading Holy Spirit this morning. Cause transformation to happen to every life at the sound of my voice. To your glory in the name of Jesus. Can you shout hallelujah? Okay. Now, I said that the Spirit of God is the doer of God's work. Somebody said that with me. The Spirit of God, I can't hear you. The Spirit of God is the doer of God's work. Every work starting from creation was done by the Spirit of God. The Trinity agreed, but the Spirit carried it out. The agreement done by Trinity was carried out by the Spirit. So, the Spirit of God is the creative force of God. There's nothing that God created without the power of his spirit. And I want us to understand, I don't have this on the board, but I wanted to make reference to John chapter 15 and verse 26. John 15, 26. The Bible says that the spirit of God like, is proceeding from the Father. The spirit that proceeds from the Father. That is to say that God never leaves his throne. God the Father never leaves his throne. He's always on his throne. What move is his spirit to accomplish his work? And one of the benefits of our redemption in Christ is the multiplicity of the spirit of God in the life of every believer. Before Jesus came, the Spirit of God was not in the life of every believer. After the resurrection of Jesus, he said, Study ye in Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. So from that moment that Jesus went to heaven, the Spirit of God is now multiplied upon every child of God. Can you shout hallelujah? Can you shout glory to God? So that creative force of God is now in your life. That creative power is already in you. As long as you have given your life to Jesus. I mentioned that in our Bible study uh, two, two minutes ago that we are sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Ephesians 1, 13 and 14. We are sealed. So once you give your life to Jesus, that spirit of God, that 
creative power is now resident in your spirit. Can you shout hallelujah? Okay, we're going to start this morning from Genesis chapter 1 and verse 3. This teaching will bless you. I can guarantee you that. In the name of Jesus, it will bless you. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 3. It said, in the beginning, God created heaven and earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the spirit of God moved. Remember, God did not do anything until the spirit of God began to move. God waited for his spirit to go ahead because the spirit of God is the creator, is the divine force of God. And after the spirit moved, then God said. So the force of the spirit was what created the whole universe. Can you shout amen? That is to say the Holy Spirit of God is the power of God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Okay. Proverbs chapter 8 from verse 23 to verse 26. This is where this teaching is going to be based today. Proverbs chapter 8 from verse 23 to verse 26. Hallelujah. Okay. I wisdom. He said the spirit of God is the spirit of wisdom. The spirit of God is the spirit of wisdom. What he's talking, I'm going to show you that it is the Holy Spirit that crafted us. It's the Holy Spirit that created everything. And that Holy Spirit is called the spirit of wisdom. That's why the Bible says, I wisdom. What he's talking about? I, the spirit of wisdom was inaugurated and ordained from what everlasting from the beginning before ever the earth existed he said he said when there was no deep i was brought forth he saw the place we read the first place we read he said the earth was without form and the spirit moved so that is what he said that before the whole creation came into being, the Spirit of God was the one who brought it forth. That's what he said. I brought it forth. I, the Spirit of God, I, the Spirit of wisdom, brought forth every creation of God. Can you shout hallelujah? He said, I brought forth. When there were no fountains laden with water, before the mountains were settled, before the hills I was brought forth. While as yet he had not made the land or the field or the face of the dust of the earth. So is the Holy Spirit of God is trying to introduce to us who he is. He's trying to tell us I am the force behind every creation of God, including including the new life reality in Christ, our new birth. He is the one that engineered every creation of God. Can you shout hallelujah? Okay, let's keep reading. It's a long verse. I want us to I'm going to break it down a little bit. Okay. Proverbs chapter 8, we are on verse 27 to verse 28. It said, when he prepared the heavens, 
why the spirit of wisdom was there. When he drew a circle upon the face of the deep and stretched out the firmament over it, when he made firm the skies above, when he established the fountains of the deep. So everything that God did was through that his creative force. So the Holy Spirit of God is the master designer of God's work. The Holy Spirit of God is the fountain of God's power. The Holy Spirit of God is the generator of God's grace. The Holy Spirit of God is the mastermind behind God's creation. Can you shout hallelujah? So he's showing us what he did. This is a breakdown of what happened in the beginning, in Genesis chapter 1. So in the book of Proverbs, it's been explained that the spirit of wisdom, which is the spirit of God, which is the creative force of God, brought everything that you see today in reality. Can you shout hallelujah? Okay. Proverbs chapter 8, we are reading the same verse. I'm breaking it down. I'm going to read a lot, then I'm going to explain. I'm going to go to what is my why, how this is connected to our lives. Amen? So Proverbs 8, verse 29 to verse 30, it said, when he gave the sea limits, and his decree that the waters should not, should not transgress across the boundary set by, he command, when he appointed, appointed the foundation of the earth, then I, the spirit of wisdom, was beside him as a master and director of the work. I was daily his delight, rejoicing before him. You see, when you read the King James Bible, he said, I, the spirit of wisdom, is the master craftsman. Master craftsman of God's work. So it is the spirit of God that created everything that we see. And that is called the spirit of wisdom. Can you say hallelujah? Okay. Proverbs chapter 8. I'm reading this verse before I jump into the thing I want to talk about today. Amen. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 12 and verse 14. You're going to see that on your screen. And verse 16. It said, I, again, the spirit of wisdom dwell with what? Prudence. And find out knowledge and discretion. Counsel is mine, and sound wisdom, I am understanding. I have strength, and by me kings reign, and rulers decree justice. By me princes rule. So what God is saying is that these are the attributes of the spirit of wisdom. And I want us to understand as children of God, this attribute of the spirit of God is in our lives. The Bible said, and the spirit of God shall rest upon you. The spirit of wisdom, of counsel, of might, of knowledge, and of the fear of the Lord. And shall make you one of quick understanding. So these are attributes of the spirit. So when you are carrying the spirit of God, these things are already resident in our life. Can you shout hallelujah? It's a counsel is mine. 
So if you are looking for counsel, the Bible calls him in John 14 verse 26, it calls him the counselor, our comforter, our strengthener, our helper. So these are who the Holy Spirit is. And it's in his wisdom that you find his strength. It is in his wisdom that you find his understanding. Can you shout hallelujah? Glory to God. Okay. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 20 to verse 21. He said, I, wisdom, continuously walk in the way of righteousness, in the midst of the path of justice, that I may cause those who love me to inherit riches, wealth, and that I may feel their treasures. So what he's talking about here is these are the attribute of the spirit of wisdom that is at work in your life. Can you shout hallelujah? Okay, now Job chapter 33 and verse 4. Job 33 verse 4, you're going to see that on the screen. The Bible says, the spirit of God has made me and the bread of the almighty has given me life. So if you, if you based on everything we've talked about so far, the spirit of the Lord is the one that created man. That's what he's saying. It's that spirit of wisdom that made us. It is that bread of God in our lives is what is causing us to exist. Can you shout hallelujah? He said, the spirit of God has made me. So he's the master craftsman. So the Holy Spirit made us. He crafted man. Glory to God. And the good thing about it, that is not only the thing that he did, the Father also gave the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit of God permission for him to come and live and to live in us and to dwell in us. Glory to God. He's not just the only one that made us, he's now in us. His power, his wisdom, everything he carried when he came. It was given to us. We were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Can you shout hallelujah? Glory to God. Okay. Let me, let me show you something this morning. Exodus 35. Verse, we're going to read from 30 to verse 33. Hallelujah. So, the spirit of wisdom of God is a spirit of creativity. Creativity is a creative force of God. And there's a man called Bezalel, if you read the book of Exodus, that's what I'm going to read. The Bible says, Exodus 35, verse 30, and Moses said to the children of Israel, see, the Lord has called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Ahor, of the tribe of Judah, and, and he has filled him with what? with the spirit of God. Mark the word. He has filled him with the spirit of God. He has filled him with the spirit of the wisdom of God. And he said, he said, he said, in wisdom and what? In understanding, in knowledge and all manner of workmanship to design artistic works to work in gold and silver and bronze, in cutting jewel for setting, for, for setting in carving wood to work in the manner of artistic workmanship. 
Can you shout hallelujah? So the spirit of God is the spirit of wisdom. And that is the spirit of creativity. And creativity is one of the keys to dominion. Can you shout hallelujah? That man, once that spirit of God came upon him, these are the things that he was able to do. Can you shout hallelujah? The spirit came upon his life and his life was transformed. If you talk about building of the tabernacle, you can't talk about the building of the tabernacle of God without talking about this man Bezalel. Once that spirit was activated in him, he went out to do all, he didn't, that man did not go to school. The spirit of God released divine creative power in him that enabled him to walk and to build the tabernacle. Can you shout hallelujah? And that same spirit of God is what we are carrying today. Can you shout hallelujah? So we are carrying the master designer called the spirit of God and we cannot be at the back. Part of the dominion mandate of the church and the believers is to become a positive point of reference in an area of life endeavor. Because this man, you cannot do without making reference to him. Can you shout hallelujah? Okay, Exodus, I'm going to finish it. Exodus chapter 33, 35, verse 34 to verse 35. The Bible says, and he has put in his heart, in his heart, the ability to teach. The Spirit of God did not just empower him. He gave him the wisdom on how to release that knowledge, that wisdom into the life of other people around him. Can you shout hallelujah? And he said, and he said, in him, Ahiolev, the son of Ahimash, of the tribe of Dan, he has filled them with his skill to do all manner of work of the engraver and the designer and the tempestry and the tempestry maker in blue, purple, and scarlet, and thread, and fine lining, and of the weaver. Those who do every work and those who design artistic work. Can you shout hallelujah? So these are what the wisdom of God released in the life of that man. And I want us to understand that is this power of creativity. And the truth is that the power of creativity have left the church today. We don't believe that we should be creative. We don't believe that we should be doing something different. You see, if you read, it, uh, if, you, if you check Amazon, you check Google, you check Facebook, this, see, creativity will give you a dimension of dominion. Creativity will give you a dimension of dominion. And it's a mandate that God has given unto us because we have this spirit of God working in our lives. And our God-given ideas has been designed to multiply our influence. It is a way when you begin to put that, sometimes we don't even understand what God has put in us. There are books God has put in us. There are ideas. There are inventions. There are things you know God has put these things in your spirit. But yet, we don't want to take action. We don't want to do anything. But these ideas are already there. Sometimes we are afraid to step out 
to do what God has put in our heart. But I pray this morning for someone that this will be a reawakening for someone at the sound of, your, of my voice. That you will begin to understand the creative power, the ideas that God has put in your spirit which will announce you to your world. Can you shout hallelujah? So there is a dimension of dominion that comes from creativity. So that man was able to succeed because he was carrying that spirit. That spirit of creativity was multiplied in his spirit. Hallelujah. And he was able to do great things for the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. So, so we have no value added systems in the church. The church now is behind. When it comes to anything sociological, the church is backward. Anything sociological, we are not back. We don't even believe that we should be there. But I want to tell you, creativity is spiritual. Creativity is spiritual. There are businesses, companies, schools, invention, ideas that must come out of us to affect the world. Can you shout glory to God? So we must be ready to see that creative ability that God has put in our spirit. And we must make a decision to start to apply them in our lives. I can tell you, if we're going to do only 8 to 5, 8 to 5, I can tell you, we're not going to get close to anything that God has designed for us. We're not going to get close. What God has designed for us is far more bigger than 8 to 5. We will start, see, it's time for us to start reinventing ourselves and start looking deep down in our spirit to begin to see that creative power of God that is already deposited in us that will announce us to our world. Can you shout glory to God? Can you shout hallelujah? Can you shout hallelujah? Okay. First John chapter 2 and verse 27. First John chapter 2 and verse 27. The Bible says, but you have received the spirit of wisdom. You have received. You see, you have re it didn't say you are going to. As long as you are a believer, you have already received it. It's already in you. That creative power of God is already resting in your spirit. You don't need to find it. It's already there. Glory to God. He said, and he lives within you. He lives within you. So you don't need anyone to teach you what is true. For the spirit teaches you everything you need to know. And what he teaches is true is not a lie. So just as he has taught you, remain in fellowship with him. What he's saying is that the only way to activate that creative spirit in us is to always be in fellowship. Fellowship is what grows the partnership with God. Your consistent fellowship with him is what energizes and grows that partnership with the Holy Spirit. He said you have received the spirit of wisdom. He said God is a God of transference. Is a God of transference. God knew that we cannot multiply 
his influence without him transferring his spirit into our lives. The power of transference. God understood how powerful we cannot influence the world without the transference of the spirit of God into our being. That was why Jesus told him, you got to tarry until there's a transference of the anointing, of the power of the Holy Spirit in you. And the Bible says that after that, they went about the Lord accompanying them with signs and wonders following their lives. Because after that transference of power, something unique happened to those people. And as believers, that same power, that same spirit of wisdom, that same creative force of God, that same designer's masterpiece is now in our lives. And we must begin to reinvent and begin to leap, look deep down in us to discover the creative strength and the creative ability that God has deposited in you. That is what will make the difference in your life. Can you shout hallelujah? Can you shout glory to God? So we cannot be successful without the transference of the anointing. That was why God had to transfer his spirit, duplicate himself through his spirit into the life of every believer. Can you shout hallelujah? So our greatest advantage as believers is access to the Holy Spirit. Access to that anointing because that is the game changer. That is the thing that will turn things around in our lives. If we can recognize him and if we can discover what he has placed in our spirit and we begin to follow his direction, I can tell you our lives will not remain the same. Can you shout hallelujah? So why is this very important? You see, it doesn't matter what you get in skill, in knowledge, no matter what you get, intelligence without empowerment is torment. It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter how skillful you are, you need the empowerment of the Spirit of God for you to accomplish everything that God has designed for you. And that empowerment will only come by the Spirit of God. So we'll keep struggling until we receive the anointing of the Spirit of God in our lives. That is the game changer. That is what we guarantee the change that we desire in our lives. Can you shout glory to God? Can you shout hallelujah? Okay. I'm going to show you something this morning before we pray. How do I activate the creative and the healing wisdom of God? How do we activate it? We we're talking about that we are carrying the spirit of wisdom that this is in us, the healing wisdom of God is in us. That's true. Now, how am I going to activate it? I said this last week, and this is one of the most crucial part. And when you talk about the hidden wisdom of God, you can't talk about the hidden wisdom of God without talking about prayer and especially praying in the spirit. You can't you can do without talking about it. Because it releases an unusual empowerment in your soul. It, it has a way of purifying your thoughts. It has a way of enabling your spirit. It has a way of leading you even when you don't know to the right places. 
It has a way of placing that anointing of God's favor on your life. When you understand the power of the spirit. And when it comes to this, most times we share away. We think that it's unimportant. But I can tell you, this spirit of God, the spirit of wisdom, the only way and one of the most powerful way to activate the working of the spirit beyond the natural man in our lives is to pray more in the spirit. I said last week, to pray more in the spirit. The, diff, the, the reason why Apostle Paul was different from every other apostle, even though he came, he came last, he came after Jesus has gone. What differentiated him from other apostles is what I'm sharing with you now. He wrote more than half of the New Testament. Why? More than one third of the New Testament. Why? Because he knows how to activate the hidden wisdom of God by praying in the Spirit. Can you shout hallelujah? Okay, I'm going to show you. Let's, let's, see, let's see the verse of the Bible today. And First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 6 to verse 8. You're going to see that on your screen if you're watching online. He said, however, we speak wisdom among those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of the age, nor of the rulers of this age. We are coming to nothing, but we speak the wisdom of God, what? In a mystery. We speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. The hidden wisdom which God ordained before the age for your glory. That hidden wisdom has been ordained for your glory. Now, that is one thing that will differentiate our lives from the natural man. The wisdom of God. And he said the only way to activate that wisdom is to speak that wisdom in mystery. What is he talking about? Speaking that wisdom in an unknown tongue. When you're speaking, it's not your your, your flesh that is speaking is your spirit that is speaking is communicating directly to God and God will begin to download some secrets for your advancement beyond the natural man into your mind so praying in the spirit activate the hidden wisdom of God number one way to activate this hidden wisdom of God in our lives is to pray more in the spirit. I said it last week. I cannot, I can overemphasize this, but I can tell you when you do it more and more, I can tell you your decisions will be, will be right. Always right. When you begin to do that, your life will be tuned. You'll be sensitive, highly sensitive to the instructions of the spirit. But that is how God can connect to your mind, to your spirit. So the spirit of wisdom is what releases God's customized solutions to our challenges. You see, for every challenge you are facing today, there are, general, there, there are generic applications to things that even when you apply it, it will not work. But there are customized solutions to the challenges that we have. That only the Spirit of God can be able to download that to you. The instructions might make no sense. But when you receive it and believe it and apply it in your life, that's the game changer. So it, what it does, it gives you customized solution that will meet, that is tailored to the need 
in your life. That is how to activate the hidden, the hidden mysteries of God by taking time to commune with God in the spirit. Taking time, taking time to commune with God in the spirit. It releases this hidden wisdom which the Bible says it before the world was created, this hidden wisdom has been ordained for our glory. Ordained, set aside, set apart to ensure that we are glorified on the earth. Can you shout hallelujah? And that will be the portion of everyone on the sound of my voice this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Number two, okay, how do I activate the creative power and the hidden wisdom of God in us? Number two, hallelujah. Somebody say, take steps. And I, I said, take steps. Take risks. Apply faith. You see, most where the church is lagging behind is what I'm talking about right now. After you pray, you pray and you pray and you pray and you get instruction, then you still will never move. You see, we never take steps. And, and it, it has looked as if that the church is powerless, that God can't do anything. When we talk about praying in the spirit, it, it looks like we're just wasting our time. But I can tell you, in that praying in the spirit, what happened is that instructions are released. That is right. The more often you do it, the more you become sensitive to the voice of God. The more you become sensitive to hearing the voice of God. But most times, we do the first part. But this part, mm -mm, we'll not do it. We wait for something to happen. It's a we keep looking for something spectacular. And we keep missing the miraculous. So you are, you're waiting until God will speak from heaven or hear a voice. But deep down in your spirit, that's, that's something God has placed in you. That's an idea that keeps coming. It, it, it doesn't go away. It keeps coming. But yet, we don't pay attention. We don't receive it. We're still looking out for something strange, something, you know. But these things are activated in your spirit. Once you receive it, God expects you to start taking steps. Can you shout hallelujah? I'm going to read a verse of the Bible, then I'm going to explain this and we'll pray. Ephesians 3 verse 10. Ephesians 3 and verse 10. You can project that on the screen. He, his intent was what? Was that now. Somebody say now. I can't say now. His intent, talking about God's intent, is that now through what? The church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known. Should be made known to the rulers and authorities in heavenly realms. So we have been designed to manifest the manifold wisdom of God that will surprise even the unseen principalities and powers in the universe. Can you shout glory to God? So the church should be, or our lives should be, the epicenter of invention, divine ideas, and divine patterns. But yet, when it comes to this part, we are waiting for something spectacular to happen. 
where God has been releasing some important thoughts in your mind, in your spirit, that will change you a whole story, but we don't pay attention. So, see, the word, the word education, I want to explain this to us, the word education comes from the Latin word to draw within, to draw within. So the word education is from that Latin word to draw within. It's not just to complete a number of courses. That is not education. Education is not just to go and complete courses in a university. Education means to draw from within. You see, when you go to our schools today, they will not teach you this. They will teach you things that are, that are not even relevant to our present world. They will teach you things. But those things, most of them may not be applicable. When you come to real life scenarios, when it comes to real life experiences, most of them are not related. But the word education is supposed to be to draw from within you. To draw from within you. So our education system is limited in supplying, stimulating creativity. And the only force that can supply stimulating creativity in you is the Spirit of God. Once we start to engage the power of the Spirit, then that wisdom of God will start to download God's creative ideas and abilities in our spirit. Can you shout hallelujah? So what am I trying to say? When you have prayed, when you have prayed Normally, when you continue to pray like that, God will release instruction in your spirit. God will show you the way to navigate, to come out, to rule, to overcome that challenges, whether it's in a career, or in family, or in relationship, or in business, or in the works of your heart, once works of your hands, once you begin to engage that part of the spirit, what happens to you is that instructions on how to come out are going to be downloaded in you. Can you shout hallelujah? So, and when you see that instruction, God is expecting you to take action. And this is where most of us, we are afraid to step out in faith. We are afraid to take risks. And the thing I want to tell you is that the higher the risk, the risk, the higher the value of the return. You know what I said? I don't want to, I don't want to, I'm coming to faith, but the higher the risk, the higher the value of the return. If God is speaking something in your mind, in your spirit, you see, and you understand that it's God, he expects you to take action. Stop moving. Start taking steps. You may not understand the whole picture, but you know that this is what God wants you to do. He has seen ahead. The Bible says he is the wisdom bank of God, the Spirit of God. Once that thing is released in your mind, in your spirit, sorry, God is ready to start to take action. Because he's going to back it up with divine and miraculous result in your life. Can you shout hallelujah? So step out by faith and take a chance because the wisdom of God is within you. Once you hear that voice, the Bible says, harden not what? Your heart. Harden not your heart. That is how God will transform our lives. 
But we listening to that inner voice, that creative power in us. He will tell us to do things that doesn't make any sense. But if you hear him, that is why I said, the more you pray in the spirit, the more it is clearer that this is what God wants you to do. And once you know it, don't wait. Begin to move in that direction he's showing you. And the change will be seen in your world in the name of Jesus. So people are afraid to take a chance because they believe that what they let go, they can get back. But in this, in this kingdom, when you see the promise, you will let go of the present. I will say that again. When you see the promise, you will let go of the present. When you, if you can see it and understand what God is saying, there's no fear to step out. Because that step will bring out much more return in your life than you're expecting. So to get what is greater, we must let go of what we have. That is how this kingdom works. You must be ready to leave where you are and leave your comfort zone to assess the things that God has for you. And once that creative power is at work in you and you begin to take that step, the result will be born in your life. So the world is waiting for you. Stop waiting for God. Stop waiting for God. The world is waiting for you. See, every city of dominion that is buried in your heart. I want to pray for someone this morning. Every seed of dominion that is buried in your heart in the name of Jesus, I command them to come out. I command them to be released. I don't know the seed that God has planted in your heart, but each time you want to take step, you are so afraid. You are so scared. What if it fails? If he fails, you can start again. The Bible says a just man will fall how many times? Seven. And we get up again. So be ready to step out in faith. You see, these things we are talking about will not manifest if we are just sitting and watching. It will only come to reality if we begin to take steps. If we begin to listen to the Spirit and do what he has told us to do. I listened to the story of this man from Alibaba. You know, you guys know Alibaba.com when he started. His friends thought that he was crazy. They thought he was stupid. But he knows what he had. He took that step today. That you, you, can't, you, you, can't, you can't bet where he is. Because he listened to a simple thought. Sometimes God will say something that is so, when you look at it, it doesn't make any sense. It comes like ideas or thoughts. But when you are sensitive to the voice of the spirit, I can tell you, you know, this signal has been designed to release me into my places of influence. Can you shout hallelujah? So for this morning, before we pray, I want to decree over everyone hearing me, whether you are in this room or you're watching online, every creative power of God that is buried in your spirit, in the name of Jesus, let there be a divine reawakening in your soul. Divine reawakening in your spirit. Let them begin to come out in the name of Jesus. The books, the schools, the inventions, the ideas, the creative power, those things that God has put in you, I decree in the name of Jesus, they begin to manifest in your life. I come against every spirit of fear. 
every spirit of fear in you every spirit of fear come against it in the name of Jesus let the power of the Holy Ghost energize your mind let it empower your spirit this morning in the name of the Lord Jesus you are designed, we are designed to showcase the manifold wisdom of God to our world. And we can't do it when we don't begin to step out from our comfort zone. And this morning, every creative power in you will come into manifestation. The investment programs that God has placed in your, in your, in your spirit, they will begin to, mark, they will, they will begin to comfort they begin to comfort. That ideas become louder. That voice of the spirit become louder than the voice of your circumstances, than the voice of your situation. From this moment, that creative power is activated in the life of everyone at the sound of my voice. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you this morning. We will begin to magnify him before we receive that word this morning. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Lord, we pray this morning that our, our spirit is sensitive to every instruction that is coming from you. We pray this morning that creative power of the Holy Spirit is beginning to, begin to breathe upon our spirit, begin to enable us and activate us and drive us into the places of our influence. In the mighty name of Jesus, we decree that this morning, Lord, let that anointing, that unction of the Holy Ghost begin to rest upon everyone at the sound of my voice. A room online who pray this morning that divine activation of that anointing, of that divine unction that will set us apart is released in our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We receive the grace to step out in faith. We receive the grace to step out to fulfill every of your purposes in our lives. Fear is terminated. Faith is born in our spirit. And our victory is sure. Father, we thank you, Lord, this morning. We give you the praise and the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Are you blessed this morning? Can you put your hands together for the Lord? <clears throat> Please, if you are watching online and Jesus is not the Lord of your life this morning or you're in this auditorium, can you wave? Can you wave? If Jesus is not your Lord and your Savior, want to lead you to Jesus. Nobody like that. If you're watching online and Jesus is not your Lord, I'm going to pray this prayer with me. Oh God in heaven, I believe with all my heart that Jesus has been raised from the dead. I receive your word. I repent of my sin. I renounce all the past. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. I receive my forgiveness. I receive new blood cleanse and wash in the world and the precious blood of Jesus. Fill me with the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. If you pray that prayer, you're going to have some information displayed on your screen. If you are watching online, I want to use those information to get back to us. And the Lord will bless you mightily in Jesus' name. The Lord bless you. Can you put your hands together for the Lord? Hallelujah.